Hi guys and welcome back to the Fight for Top 6 podcast with me, Elle and me, Elise. In today's podcast, we're going to be discussing the weekend's results and especially that big North London derby. We're going to mainly focus on the derby as it was a big game of the weekend. But first of all, let's talk about Friday night's game. Newcastle versus Aston Villa. It finished 1-1. I'm a little bit shocked. How, do you, how are you feeling about this one of these? I honestly did think it was going to be... Like, I did think it was going to be more in Aston Villa's favour, like, just, like, looking at it. But, yeah, it was a bit, I suppose, of a bland game until towards the end. Yeah, but. definitely. It, I think I watched it and it didn't seem like, it didn't seem like an entertaining game at all. And obviously the first goal came in the 85th, 86th minute, sorry, and it was a Kieran Clark own goal, which put Villa in front. But then you would have thought that Villa would have held on, but they didn't. And it led to Newcastle scoring in the 90th minute. And at this moment in time, I don't feel like Villa are going to get in the top six. I feel like even though they have got games in hand, it's going to be these type of games where they need the three points. They're not going to get the three points in these types of games. So, no, I don't think they're going to finish in the top six. No, I don't think either, which is mad. When you're thinking a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about, oh, yeah, like they were doing all right. They had games in hand. But since we said that, it seems like they've just like kind of fallen off and like them games in hand kind of mean nothing to them now. Like that could have been their chance to get ahead. But yeah, I definitely don't think they're going to finish in the top six anymore. Yeah, I agree. They're not going to finish in the top six. And then we move on to Saturday. The first game of that day was Leeds versus Chelsea. Chelsea went away to Leeds and was unable to come away with all three points. I am so, 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 so annoyed, like so annoyed. This is a game that Chelsea should have been getting three points. And to if we got the three points, we would have been in the, we would have gone up to third place for like a day, but still. Um, but it's just like, come on. And the game was like, I thought the first half we should have, we should have scored. Um, Havertz started up front for us which was not a shocker, but it seems like he's playing well there and he definitely had his chances. Like, he was definitely man of the match for me, but he was unable to actually score. He got so close. He actually scored and then it got taken away from him um, on VAR. But Leeds definitely had their chances as well. But I didn't. I honestly thought last week, I said that there was going to be goals in this game because of how we're playing at the moment and because of Leeds like to play attack in football. So I'm shocked that it ended nil-nil, but I'm still like overall annoyed and disappointed that we didn't come away with three points because that would have been a game I would have said, yeah, we're going to get three points there. But it is what it is. We're going to have to like just keep going and just hopefully like the teams behind us can drop down some points and we will be able to get top four. Yeah, definitely. I thought that was a shocking, like bit of a shock. For you, like I definitely like agree with you. I thought you were definitely going to come away with a win from that. But then a game that's kind of a shock, but also not much of a shock, was Everton losing two one Burnley. Yeah, I feel like I'm shocked as well, but not shocked. We did say last week that Burnley is one of them teams that you can't actually predict what's going to happen because they just turn up against big sides. And this was one of them games. They've gone away to Everton and played really, really well. They scored two goals 
in the first like 30 minutes and then it was then Everton came back Calvert-Lewin scored and within 35 minutes there's three goals but then that was sort of it for the game um it was definitely an entertaining game I must say but I'm I'm still shocked that Burnley have come away with the three points but fair play to them because they played well and they held on um Everton did try but they just didn't they just didn't get close like they had a few free kicks and I was thinking right this is where they're going to level up here but it was it is what it is and yeah I just feel like that was it was a shock but it wasn't a shock and as a Chelsea point of view after the game beforehand that was the result that we needed so mm. I was happy with that result and then the game after that the one that was in the evening of Saturday was Fulham versus Man City. Last week, I said that it was possible for Fulham to actually come away with a point. And at the beginning of that game, I still stood by that. And during the first half, I actually thought that they were going to come away with a point. I feel like, if anything, Fulham should have scored in the first half. At least, I don't know if you watched the game, but mm. Fulham definitely had chances. Um, they got close and it was just like, oh my God, like they were just finishing, they were just missing that finishing touch, sorry. And then you just knew as soon as like halftime here, Pep was going to literally do what he had to do. And that's exactly what he done. They came, City came out in the second half and then that was it. It was literally over for Fulham. You knew that they were going to score. And it ended up 3-0. Yeah, I thought, definitely coming into it, I thought, well, Fulham are like, they've kind of picked up their game lately and they've been doing much better. And I did think there was a chance for them even to slightly bring, like, even just to get a goal. And yeah, I definitely thought that was a chance they could have got in the first half. It's just unfortunate for them that they just couldn't seem to get it. But yeah, Man City came out like typical Man City in the second half and they walked away with three goals and the three points. But then on Sunday, big game for Leicester, who walked away 5-0 when they played Sheffield United at home. And yeah, walked away with their three points. Massive game. I feel for Sheffield United, because that first kind of half, when I was watching it, they did seem to be like, they were trying, like they were trying to get in there like defensively and they were like trying to block all the goals in that, especially when they cleared one off of the line. But yeah, it was obviously downhill for them with minute Leicester managed to get their first goal in the 39th minute and yeah second half Leicester properly came out fighting more so than they did in the first half definitely and just couldn't seem to stop scoring which was amazing for them obviously unfortunate for Sheffield United but yeah I feel like going into that game it was I kind of had like an open mind because obviously Sheffield United went into that game with practically no manager. Mm. So it was sort of like, okay, so what's going to happen here? Is there going to be like something, is something going to change? Are they going to come out fighting or is it going to go completely downhill? And it went completely downhill. So I feel sorry for Sheffield United, but they are going down. I feel like everyone knows that now. Yeah. Um, but Leicester, fair play to them. Ian Nacho scored a hat-trick um, and he would, he was definitely happy with that from the post-match interview after the game. And then we move on to the afternoon games of Sunday. And before we go on to the big North London derby, let's talk about Man United versus West Ham. We said that that game was going to be one of the interesting games of the weekend. And it wasn't. I'm sorry, but I didn't think it was. 
Yeah, definitely. It was not, I suppose, definitely not up to the hype that we put it to last week. We definitely thought it was going to be high scoring, end to end play, but no, it's just boring. And the only goal that came from it was an own goal from West Ham's Craig Dawson that put United ahead. And that didn't even happen until the second half. And yeah, I think I would have thought maybe West Ham would have started, like, would have put the fight in. Maybe they did a little bit but definitely not enough for them to actually get a goal back from that. It's what it is what it is. And I felt like West Ham definitely came out more in the second half, but, and they definitely had their chances in the last 10 minutes. I thought, okay, West Ham, I'm going to score here. And obviously as a Chelsea fan, we wanted that to be a draw, but it is what it is. And Man United are now, sitting closer to the top half of the table where they are they're second so fair play to them and then let's move on (laughs) let's move on to the big game Arsenal versus Spurs Arsenal away with the three points beating Spurs 2-1 now this game was a game okay this game was so 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 exciting and I loved it I literally loved every minute of it even when Spurs looked like they were going to slaughter Arsenal at one point in the first half. So Spurs were unable to come away with a point to lease, but mm-hmm. it, all, it all kicked off. It all kicked off from the first, from the whistle. I think, what's your thoughts? Because that game was a crazy game. I mean, to describe as a Spurs fan that game in one word, overall, I would say embarrassing mm-hmm. for most of it. That I just feel, obviously... That is not including Lamella's goal. We'll talk about that in a second. But overall, I would have said I was disappointed. I feel like for Spurs and Arsenal fans, no matter where you are in the table, no matter how you're playing, this is your big game of the season. This is the biggest game of the season when it comes to Spurs and Arsenal, no doubt about it. And to see your team come out and just seem not to fight at all is just embarrassing. Like, mm-hmm. Obviously, then you go after the game and you go on Instagram and everything and everywhere it's North London is red, North London is red. And it's like, I would would not be okay with it, but if Spurs had come out and properly tried and we had lost, they've put all their fight in and we'd still lost. I'd be like, okay, fair enough, you put your effort in. To me, there was hardly any effort in there. To mm-hmm. So overall, I would definitely say Arsenal deserve to walk away with that win 100%. But mm-hmm. yeah, for a Spurs point of view, it's just embarrassing. I would be in the same position as you right now. And when I saw the lineup, I thought Bell's playing, and we've been talking about Bell for the past few weeks. Mm. And I thought, okay, we've been saying the last week we said that Spurs is going to win if Bell plays, if Bell starts, and he did. And then it was like you didn't hear from him. I thought in the first half you didn't hear Kane or Bell's name mentioned like a lot. And I just thought, come on, this is a North London derby. You are the guy. Tottenham are the team that needs to be winning this in order to even get close to top four. This is sort of like just a play around game for Arsenal, even though they're trying to get up there in the table. And when you, the first like, I'd say 15, 20 minutes, I thought, okay, Arsenal are going to score here. But then it looked like every time you guys go forward, you was going to score as well. But then when Son came off, I think it was in the like 19th minute or something. When Son came off, you thought, I'm assuming all Spurs would have, fans would have thought, this is right, this is going to go downhill now. You need Son, Kane and Bell all together in order to get this, come away with three points. 
But then it brought Eric Lamella on. And let me just say, oh my God, that Ravona goal, it was something. It was something else. If that goal does not win goal <laughs> of the month this season, or at least high up in the contenders, it's biased. I don't care. Like that goal needs to be up there. Like even like talking to my dad afterwards, he had to sit there and watch the replay like three times for it to get into his head. They're like, wait, no, 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 no. He not only scored a Rabona, but he nutmegged the guy on the way. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, take away the rest of the performance. That's the best thing that happened to Spurs in that whole game. <laughs> 100%. By <laughs> a mile. But mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, just overall, like, Sun coming off, it's obviously a massive, massive hit. He's, but then at the same time, he's played almost every game lately. Like, I think he definitely needed a rest. And that's probably what resulted in him getting injured. Bow, honestly, I actually had to check the team sheet to see if he was in the game because you didn't see him. You didn't hear of him. Nothing. I think maybe that was another one that maybe he shouldn't. Like, I think I said it last week, as much as I wanted him to, maybe he shouldn't have started. Maybe he should have come off and, like, not have started. I think this would have been his, like, fourth or fifth game in a row, like, across all competitions that he started. I think Mm -hmm. maybe he just needed a bit of a rest. At half time, it obviously Arsenal came back and they got a goal. So mm-hmm. at half time, it was 1 1. And I personally thought the way that Arsenal came back after Eric Vermella scored, it was like Arsenal are going to score a few more here. They're going to want to, they looked more like winning it than Spurs did. And in the second half, Saka came off, Pepe came on. I wouldn't have took Saka off because um, I feel like he's like sort of their player at the moment that's creating goals but mm-hmm. it done the job and then I, I don't know if you saw when Bell came off he said you saw him lip read he lip read to Jose saying me as if to say why am I coming off mm-hmm. and then when he walked into walked into the stands and sat down you could tell by his his body language that he was not happy but he didn't as you said you barely heard his name and he barely played he didn't play well like he was no, not the battle. Everyone's I been watching. I definitely think he should have come off when he did because, I mean, he wasn't helping out. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of talk. Doherty also didn't do very well his own job, but at the same time, Bow should have been there to help him out as well, and he wasn't there. So it's no wonder everyone was getting down that side because Doherty couldn't handle everything by himself and he wasn't getting that help from Bow. So I definitely think taking him off was a big thing, but also I feel like maybe I feel like Delhi should have started. I think when it comes to stuff like the North London Derby, the history of it, you need people who understand that history of the game, like why that match is so important. Like Harry Kane understands it. Delhi has played in so many now that he would understand it. And I definitely think that Harry Winks should have been on the pitch as well. Like he was, he is a like born and bred Spurs fan. He understands the importance of that game from a fan point of view and when it comes to North London Derby you want to I mean not physically fight but like you want to see the fight in the players to want to win and Delhi, when he came on he was in that box and he was trying to get it Kane had put a few crosses in which just Delhi just missed by a couple inches which was heartbreaking but there was still that kind of fight in there and then like obviously Lamella had that outstanding goal but he still had that form of fight in him I mean yeah it resulted in him getting two yellow cards and sent off 
but he still had that passion in him to go and get the ball and go after it. But in a way, I kind of forgive him for being sent off because he showed the most passion on that pitch, in my opinion, which is yeah, what we relate- needed. I was just going to say, relating back to Ali, I know he hasn't been playing and I know mm. he hasn't been playing like the best football and stuff. But as you said, him, Winks, Kane, they all know that Derby and Deli Ali has fight in him. He has like mm-hmm. an anger in him that would have brought out something in that game. And I do feel like he should have started. Like I had worry when he played against Chelsea because he has that fight and he winds players up. Yeah. But that's what you need in these Derby games in order to come away with something and... I feel like that is what you was missing. You guys turned up, but you didn't turn up enough to fight for the three points. And as you said, Lamella came on and he proved why he wanted to start by scoring that amazing goal. But then he also carried on and fighted to try and get another goal, to try and get the three points, which resulted in a yellow, which resulted in a second yellow, which resulted in him getting sent off and... I feel like just watching that game, there was tackles going all over the place. And because of VAR, you just felt that someone was going to send off, was going to get sent off. And it had to be him. And yeah, I feel like I feel like the score line is pretty fair. Um, but I'm disappointed in Spurs from like a football fan. I would have thought that they would have come away at least with a point, not not the way that they played, especially knowing Jose and his past history with Derby games. So I feel like it was such an entertaining game to watch. I loved it. And I feel like any football fan would have loved it. But in terms of knowing how Spurs have been playing, it's disappointing to have seen how they did play. Definitely. And then it's you go into it, it's like that penalty. I've heard so many different people's opinions on whether that should have been a penalty or not. Like, it's so controversial. Well, one of the ones I saw, which, I mean, I suppose it might sound a bit biased because I am a Spurs fan, but they said that it shouldn't have been a penalty because when you look at it, Lacazette went basically kicked an air ball. He missed the ball. If he'd have Mm. actually got contact with the ball, Sanchez was already coming in when he had his leg up to kick it. If he hadn't have missed it, Sanchez would have got the ball what that happened is the result of them kicking each other, not just Sanchez kicking Lacazette. They kicked each other. And I suppose watching it in real time, you would look at it and go, okay, penalty. But the kind of when you watch it back at the replay, I don't know, it is one of those ones that could go hit or miss. And I think it was someone came out and said that no matter what the ref's decision was, Barr wouldn't have gone against it because of how it could have gone either way. Like if he had not given it, Bar would have accepted his decision and gone with it because it was so close hit or miss whether it was or not so I mean unfortunate for Spurs in that sense but yeah because they then carried on like Harry Kane scored a late goal I think it was in like the 80 something minute mm-hmm. and he was like one of those fractions offside well I think it was quite obviously offside but it's just like Harry like Harry Kane he knew the fight he had the fight in him and he carried on and he had a free kick in the 90th minute and it hit the post. And it's just like, you <laughs> someone's out there trying. Yeah, my drink actually, when I saw that and it's like the free kick and it was like, oh my God, like from that angle, the way that he even got it from that angle, like mm. to even get near 
even to get near the goal. And then when it hit the post, I was like, I literally screamed and threw, near enough threw my drink up in the air because I thought it was going in. And then it like came back off and I was just like, it's just going to go back in. But I was just going to say, relating back to the penalty, it's 100% controversial. I can see both sides of the argument, why people would have thought it is a penalty and why people wouldn't have. Um, when you look at it, it's it's a weird one because you do think if he wasn't tackled, could Lacazette actually get that ball and mm. potentially make something of it? But then because it's already like, because it's already going from a distance from him, it's it can, I can understand why it can't be a penalty basically, but um, you everyone heard in the post-match interviews after the games, everyone was basically 50-50, people saying yes, people saying no, but overall that game was a decent game and Spurs were close at the end the last five minutes I thought yeah they're going to equalize here they're going to come away with the point but they didn't and the game finished 2-1 to Arsenal I think all I can say is I've definitely received my fair share of abuse from that game um I just hope I hope like I mean, I suppose because past games, I had that bit of hope in me. Like, yeah, Spurs have definitely been playing better than Arsenal of late. Maybe they like they will come away with saying, and I think I've just learned that as the last time I will be that hopeful. And I feel like I don't want to say Chelsea's going to win anymore. <laughs> every time I say that, it it not it doesn't that go our way. I don't want to say it. So I feel like for the next few weeks, I'm just going to say like, I'm 50-50, like I don't know what's going to happen because yeah. every time I say something, I feel like I'm jinxing it. And I feel like we're just going to have to let our team get get on with it and we can give our views on how we think the game's going to go, but we won't give our views on what the actual result is going to be because I feel like we're jinxing it and this is I'm not just... where we both want to be right now because we're both fighting for top, top four and top six. So that was the last game we're going to talk about from Sunday then last night Wolves played Liverpool Monday night and Liverpool came away with three points winning one nil Elise did you watch the game and watch your thoughts on this one this was a weird game I think yeah. I, I did watch this game I mean it was one of yeah it was a hard game I suppose because they did obviously Liverpool did come away with the win they got Jota scored their only goal in the first half towards literally, I think it was like the two minutes extra time they managed to score their goal. And honestly, it was definitely unfortunate for Wolves because they had created plenty of chances in that first half and they just couldn't seem to get it in the back of the net, which is so unfortunate for them. But then second half, Liverpool still came out fighting. They uh, Salah managed to get them another goal, but flag was raised for offside so obviously that was disallowed but I suppose the biggest thing to come out of that game was obviously very sad for Wolves as Cody managed to hit their keeper um, in an attempt to stop Liverpool from scoring and to watch it was very very sad like the keeper was left like motionless on the pitch and it was um, very very worrying to watch especially considering they had a player sat in the stands who obviously well known for like having the having to go through loads of surgery and that after he got a head injury but 
the good news is since the incident, manager has come out and said that he is conscious, awake and aware of what happened. So that is obviously amazing news for him. So we wish him obviously the best of luck and a very speedy recovery. But what was your thoughts on the game? I feel like it was a bit disappointed knowing that Liverpool have been have got a better result away from home this season, especially the last like few weeks. I thought that Wall, um, sorry, I thought that Liverpool would have scored a few more. So I was overall quite just, just I was just disappointed. I just thought it wasn't like it was a Monday night game. I thought there's going to be goals. There's going to be like some entertaining football here, and I just didn't find that with that game. And the way they are playing, it's just not going to happen. They should have had a few goals in that game, and they didn't. So, and with their home record being really bad at the moment I just feel like they're not going to get that top six and that is just how it's going to go for them and they'll be lucky if they can get there I feel like they're going to rely on a lot of the other teams around them to do bad in order for them to have luck to get up there so for that game I was a bit disappointed but it is what it is and good luck to Liverpool because I they're going to need a lot more than luck if they want to get up into the top six spot That is it from us today in this podcast. We hope you have enjoyed our discussions from the results from the weekend. Join us on Friday when we speak about next weekend's games. For match week 29, there is only a few games we will be talking about due to the FA Cup, but we will be talking about West Ham versus Arsenal and Aston Villa versus Spurs. And we'll speak to you on Friday at 6pm.